righty, here we go. It is uh, episode 80 of a brand new Aji's podcast. Jason Martinez, Harry Mays, all brought to you by the Fudge Kitchen on uh, November 22nd, day before Thanksgiving. What's going on, Har? I know I know you're a little banged up today under the weather, but uh, you, you still uh, going to skate your shift? Yeah, totally banged up. Uh, you know, not 100%, but, you know, hey, um, I'm not hurt. I can skate. You know, I can I can give you You're hurt, not injured. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I tell you, on uh, I think it was a Saturday. Saturday. Played golf, or no? Was it Saturday or last Friday? Last Friday, played golf with somebody that admitted that they were sick. Ah, and this person rode with my wife in the cart, and I was playing with this other guy. It was a, th- a foursome, but it was two ladies and me and a buddy. And so I never really got that close to this person, but she's coughing and sneezing and shit like we, the whole round. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck? Like, why would you play, Yeah, you know, and not ride in your own cart if you're sick? So I don't know if this is where we got it. It could have gotten it at the uh, Citizens Bank Park golf thing that I went to where I'm touching all these golf clubs that, you know, there's like 12,000 people there. Yeah. Um, my wife could have gotten it coming back from Florida in a plane. <laughs> oh, you I don't know, like but yeah, 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 you got, you know, got it. So, you know, we did the whole COVID test. I'm driving out last night in the in the rain, and it's dark, dreary, and it's just the worst time of year for me. It was hideous yesterday. It's awful. Yeah. It, there's too much of this. This is why winter sucks around here. I'd yes. rather have snow than what we got the last 48 hours. Yeah, cold rain. Exactly. So I go out, and I get the the COVID test, and you open up the freaking like instructions for the covid tests i'm i'm telling you it was like blueprints for putting up a fucking skyscraper (laughs) unbelievable (laughs) the the amount of like detail like you have to be a botanist or a chemist or something to not fuck this thing up if you ask me so tested negative so that that's great but now we got thanksgiving tomorrow at my brother-in-law's place my wife you don't have it anymore and his kids well so we're taking all the stuff up there today, dropping it off in case we can't go tomorrow. Yeah. Because we provide we're providing all the stuff from my my golf club. They make up a nice uh dinner. It's awesome. We've done it before. They do a great job at the 1912 yeah. club. Uh so it's all it's all effed up. So you're all up in the air for tomorrow. Like you definitely yeah. when do you got to make the final call, Harry, that you're gonna go or not? Because because you may be you may be pulling the move that that woman pulled on the golf course. You don't want to send an infected troop out there and get no, other people sick. Well, I already canceled out on a happy hour this afternoon. I was going to go to a Hooters this afternoon after the show to meet up with a couple right. of guys. Yeah. And I'm the one who set it up. And now I canceled this morning. So, uh, you know, um, yeah, it uh, sucks. You can't get sick. Yeah, you got And you don't go out and just give it to everybody else. I'm, no. Baldi Big Boss Mahogany would, yeah, would love it. Maybe I got the right guy. Comes oh, yeah. in sick. Yeah, well, Baldy, when I did the show with him, saying, you know, babies get sick. <sighs> that's, that's, that was his. You know, babies get sick. We we'll just get have sick, to yeah. deal with something. Babies get sick. <laughs> the pinky hanging off oh, like, yeah. a, it's great. Like, a, like a piece of brujute. It was Like great. a piece of gabagool hanging off his hand. Gabagool over here. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. So, well, you got to find a show. Since you're going to be kind of hemmed in for Thanksgiving, I'm sure Aleem is going to take good care of you, though, right? Well, she's sick, too. She's nice. worse than me, dude. What are you talking about? She's... Call the live-in haircut lady then. Have her. I went there the other day too. for a cup. I, I just got the cut. Let me see the cut. You got the hat on today. Oh, wow. You went short, hair. I always do this. 
You got you always go. That's really tight. Yeah, I like it. You know, like a like a one on the sides. Wow. Still the same girl cutting the hair, huh? Huh? They used to come out to the house. The same, the same uh, stylist still coming out to the house. Ah, jeez, get the headphones on. No, that was only when I had my broken ankle. But it's not the same girl. Yeah. Oh, it is the same girl. Of course it is. You've had her for years. Yeah. Angela, I've been going there for yeah a long time. That is not my wife. That's not the old lady coming over to cut your hair. No, not Angela <laughs> Mercedes. <laughs> Thank goodness. No. <laughs> oh, she's all stressed out this week. Uh, yeah. You, yeah. You know so how you, it is. You probably got a big week. Yeah. Well, it's been busy already because, like, the old lady's got. You know, she started this new job, and you know what it's like for the the the, the regular working people here. They got to do uh, the same forty to fifty hours of work, but just in less days. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. She's like stressed beyond belief, but she'll get there at the end of today. And uh, Flyers game Monday, Flyers game tonight. Oh yeah, the Flyers are playing. Oh, they didn't play Monday. They played. They played Saturday and Sunday. How are they doing? They're a little above five hundred. I understand, right? Yeah. How are they? Won five straight. Yeah. Where are you? I mean, what the fuck? People are getting on? excited. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you see that line A is going to be a healthy scratch at the Wells Fargo Center, and you check out. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> You're out. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! I yeah. saw you fighting with Flyer fans about whether they should go out and acquire a guy like that. And all. it's just, can we just stick with with the plan? Oh, they are. I think they absolutely. No, they do. are. But I'm saying yeah. the fans. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: the fans are, you know, kind of in a state of confusion. And I, here's why I think so, Harry. The Flyers have never, you know, been in what you would term as a rebuild. They they made that had the five years where they didn't make the playoffs in the late '80s and early '90s pre and right at the beginning of Lindros. Yeah. But like we didn't come out at, at that time on, on some social media site and say we're rebuilding, you know? So they're confused on how to act and what a rebuild looks like. And everybody, there's, there's a group of fans that think rebuild means tank means right. suck out loud. Right. To get, you know, top overall picks in draft or top. Right. And you thank the Sixers for that in the other sport. They certainly contributed to it. Yes. Harry. Yes. Um, and you see teams like, the, you know, the Blackhawks sucked last year on purpose. And yeah, and it works. The it works for them. They got Patrick Kane the other time, too, those sons of bitches. Well, they won the coin flip against the Flyers. Uh, of course they did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they get Kaner in that yeah. one. Right. But, you know, just drafting at the top of the draft doesn't guarantee anything. Because, like, look at the Leafs. Look yeah. at look at the Sabres. Yeah, look the Sabres are a good Edmonton. example. Yeah. Hell yeah, Edmonton is a great example. Did four, they just fire number one coach? Yeah, Jay Woodcroft. Yeah. They zipped him right out of there. Imagine that, a hockey team firing its coach in the first month of the season. That never happens. Well, you know why they do that, Harry? Why? Because it works. Yeah? <laughs> Usually. <laughs> but y- you look at it, like Edmonton had four number one overall picks in six years. Yeah. And they haven't done shit, and they're a mess. They're the McDavid? Second yeah. Dry- was Dreisaitl a uh, top draft pick? He wasn't a top pick. No. I think he was four. But He's pretty good. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a great player. I mean, Brian Nugent Hopkins was the top overall pick. They had Taylor Hall. I mean, they picked one year. They picked a guy named Nail Yakupov. Dabby Nail Yakupov. Yakupov. I, I think he's playing golf over in the Russian uh, uh, Federation now. Oh, yeah. He's on the live <laughs> tour in Russia. That's <laughs> in Siberia. So, you know, it doesn't guarantee anything. And, you know, people think you get, well, we got to get a stud D. So you got to suck this year. You got to lose every game so you can get a top three pick and get a stud D. But then I go, well, wait a minute. Can you get good players down in the draft? I mean, did Charlie McAvoy, was he 14th overall, Harry? Uh, 
I don't know he where he went. Was he? Yeah. Yes. Or David Posternak. Let's stick with the Bruins. Yeah. Posternak. Yeah, he was drafted 25th over Right. Ohio. Right. Uh, Kucherov was a second round. Braden Point was a third round pick. You know, you can get players right. beyond the top three. Sure. And it's, it's, but it's like draft and develop. You know, that that's yeah. that's the key. I You know, identifying uh, talent, guys that fit what you want to do. And you don't necessarily need to be at one or two to get a guy like that. That's going to change your your organization, as yeah. they say. I mean, number one overall picks. I mean, we've had a few in this town over the years. Yeah, and they haven't necessarily worked out. Yeah, obviously, Embiid wasn't a number one overall pick, but they had a couple of number one, you know, faults. Right. They took number one overall. And Ben Simmons. Simmons, they're not here. No. Um, you know, they should be both in the prime of their career, too. I watched them last night, man. I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. How was it? I, I like this this coach. I liked him in Toronto, and I think he's you know generally doing a good job. But I saw a lot of the same shit uh, last night that I saw with Rivers. It, it's just Embiid just isolating the ball and just like he's standing at the top of the, fade the, away, the three huh? point line <laughs> like he's a seven foot two point guard yeah. every freaking possession. And then they they give him the ball, and then he you know he's trying to make a move, and the other guys are just standing around, and then Maxi will get opened because he's got to give up the ball, and now you're late in the shot clock. It's just it, that guy thinks he's a point guard, mm-hmm. and he's not. He thinks he's yeah. Wembenyama or something, and he's not. Okay, yeah, Wemby it's, it's, drives me nuts. Well, you see, it wasn't Doc Rivers, Harry. No, it and it wasn't Brett Brown before that. Probably it's not. The, the players run the league. In yeah. the NBA, they have so much power. Yeah, like this, this knob, James Harden, like that way that whole thing played out. Yeah, like this dude is such a donkey. Yeah, he's lost everywhere he's been because oh, I got to go play with KD. I got to go here. I right. got to go there. Yeah, he's a loser. He doesn't yeah. win anywhere. I couldn't imagine playing on that team with those two guys, Harden and Embiid. Both of them are just like black holes with the ball. Yeah, like if you're Tobias Harris, you're like, well, what do you need me for? I'm going to stand over here in the corner. If you if you need a bailout three, I'm I'm your guy. But what else can I do? Yeah, there's nothing you can do because they. Dominate. I love Maxi. I love watching yeah. him play. He's energy. He's great. He's really talented. He can shoot the three. Um, and they got some other guys that are that are nice pieces to go along with it. But you can't have this this center thinking he's a point guard. Yeah, uh, it's just it will not work ever. And we've seen him shrink in the playoffs too. That's the problem. Yeah, well, he's always hurt. He's yeah, never a hundred percent tired. And I mean, Jesus, I, I yeah. get it. He's a big dude, and you got to carry that frame up and down the court. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. Maxi's been able to develop the way he has. I know. With you know, with him beating Harden for you know some of that time, that's amazing. He, yeah, he's, he's a dynamic player. Great talent, great work ethic. He's just he's a great for for any any team would love him. But like, I don't know. I'm trying to like fat rationalize how they lost to Cleveland at home last night without two of their best players. Yeah, it's disgusting. seriously. Yeah, and they got it to overtime too. You like the NBA uh, midseason tournament? Harry? Well, now the Sixers are out of it, so oh jeez, I'm out. Damn it! I was planning my parade for the I midseason know. tournament. I had a chair on Broad Street. Everybody, uh, my passion. Yeah, yeah. Now they're out. That is the, the whole idea seems just awfully forced. To me. Well, it is. I mean, that's what you got to do with a sport that really doesn't get a whole lot of play. I'm surprised hockey hasn't come up with this yet. Well, they're going to do the World Cup of Hockey coming up next oh, year. Oh, they are? Yeah, that's 
That's fun. Though. That's, you know, like an Olympic style best on best country thing. But no Russians allowed, Harry. Oh, is that right? Yeah, they've excluded the Russians from the oh, World geez. Cup of Hockey. <laughs> and I think the U.S. team has the potential to play Canada three times. Oh, wow. The U.S. going to give them a, a run. U.S. going to have a good team. They got a lot of good American-born players right now. Yeah. We're on the come here in the U.S., Harry. Okay. That's what not a Canadian heard. sport anymore. I heard that years ago. Um, but Kelly Oubre apparently is back at practice. Have oh, yeah. Been, have you been following this whole thing? I, I don't know what's real, what's not real. I, I don't know what is going on. Like, Our guy Howard Eskin is really standing. He's he's dying on that hill. Ugh. Like I just, He's dead on like 30 hills, Harry. I, I just don't understand. Like, And, and he followed the comments after like he'll send a tweet out. You know, a thousand grammatical misspellings. Yeah, it's a fact. It never happened. Like, he doesn't know. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't know. He thinks he knows, and maybe he's right. There's odds are he's probably right, but he doesn't. You can't. How do you say that? Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> it's just. Yeah. And, and he does that with the, every other team except the Eagles. Oh, and yeah. everybody calls him out on it. If you yeah. follow the con, it's amazing. It's funny as hell to, to, yeah. to read it. Oh, he, but, he goes into press conferences like a bull in a china oh, yeah. in the Sixers and the Phillies. Uh, and comes to the Eagles, though, uh, he's like serving up layups. And, and those managers game. and coaches must be like, oh, jeez. That's an odd jeez right there. Like, they're all they're all notified when they come uh, to town. There's this guy, uh-huh. Howard Eskin, and it's just a uh, Now, you know, maybe he just fell off the bike, you know, and 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 hit his ribs on a curb and broke a rib. Yeah. And he comes back he's like, dude, I'm a, I'm a six foot eight NBA player making millions of dollars. I can't admit that I fell off a bike. So I get back home and I tell whoever's at my space. Yeah, I got hit by a car uh, on my bike. But, you know, who knows? Like, yeah, I don't he, know. And that might have happened. And he might have been hit. And he just realized I wasn't where I told the police I was because I'm new to town. That's a possibility. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know where I am half the time. Yeah, right. You don't know any. You don't know where you are. and You've lived here all your life. Yeah, even when I lived in the city, I didn't know if I was on Arch Street or Chestnut. Right. <laughs> yeah, all, all the same. And I, I think I got this right. It allegedly took place on Broad Street and Spruce, I believe. Was, okay. And that's a big intersection, okay? Oh, there's yeah. a lot going on down there. And there's cameras everywhere. And they can't find it. Oh, so, I, I, you know, I don't know. But he's back at practice. It's the phantom injury. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I mean, he's a proud athlete. He probably did something incredibly stupid. Right. Maybe he got beat up. Yeah. That's the other thing. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, some four foot 11 guy kicked the shit out of my ribs. <laughs> yeah, some MMA guy, you know, yeah. some rest- some guy who was a wrestler. Yeah. You know, wrapped me up like a pretzel and punched me in the ribs a few times and <laughs> cracked one of them. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, let's get to the Eagles. Yeah. Let's put it back to the Eagles, huh? Wow. Uh, what'd you think of that game? Yeah, they uh, beat the-, the Chiefs and. You know, there's very few entertaining football games thus far in the NFL calendar, and that was one of them. The Eagles have played in a few of them. Um, you know, there's only really three and a half good teams, if you ask me. Uh, in the Kansas NFC City, or the whole NFL? Uh, the whole NFL. The Eagles, Kansas City, and San Francisco. I'll give a half to Detroit. I'm not even giving a half to Dallas. Yeah. Dallas got their asses handed to them by San Francisco. Uh, the Eagles tried to give them the game and they, they couldn't take it. Um, but that's about it. Maybe Baltimore. I don't know. Um, but it's really, it's, I've never been so bored watching the NFL, the red zone, whatever it is. than I was this past Sunday, that card yeah. sucked. Okay. Yeah. 
Terrible. How's that and even, then Thursday night, we possible? get we, we get a good game. Bengals against the Ravens. I'm all fired up. And then Burrow gets hurt. Andrews yep. gets hurt. They're, they're good tight end. Like, it's just so many injuries. It's just, it sucks. And yeah, nobody's tuning really in sucks. backup QBs. Right. Backup QBs, I'm out. Yeah. Seriously. Unless it's the Eagles, of course. Yeah. But I love well, the, I like to watch the whole league. You know, so much mediocrity, Harry. I mean, you see so like the bills are six and five. Yeah. They're no good. Yeah. They're coming in Sunday. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like the Eagles look, the should QB beat them. Do- oh yeah, absolutely. They I mean, should look, beat the Eagles them. are nine and one. Yeah. I mean, it's, find it's, a way it, to win. The, the, yeah, they do. And they have it. Like I, we've been saying this for weeks and Jalen Hurts said it post game on uh, Monday night. We haven't played our best football and we're nine and one. I mean, that's really the way you got to look at it. Yeah. I mean, Travis Kelsey, I don't know how he gets that ball punched out in the red zone. Mahomes threw a red zone interception in the end zone. Uh, Andy Reid suddenly gets like conservative and punts at the 39 yard line with about nine minutes to go up. Like what? what fourth and four and you're going to punt in positive territory? Yeah. What the hell happened to you? Yeah. He, Seriously. He like you're neutered. Really weird. I heard on the broadcast a lot of uh, love uh, about uh, Coach Spag's defense. Steve Spagnuolo's He's team. done a nice job. Yeah, That yeah. defense is good. Yeah. They're good. I mean, the yeah. Eagles defense, the Eagles pass defense did a nice job. But, I mean, you know, how many drop passes can you have? If you're Mahomes, you're like, what the, What do I have to do? Kelsey, too. Yeah. 28 or 29 drops, Harry. Yeah. That's and then Valdez Scanling dropped a bomb in the end zone. It was in on his hands. Yeah. Not an easy catch mind you, but if you're an NFL pro receiver, you got to make that play. Yeah, absolutely. Is uh, the Kelsey thing uh, tied in Taylor Swift, Harry? Is that why uh, he's dropping so many balls? Yeah, I hope so. I wish I could pin it on that. Thank God she wasn't there. Yeah. And we didn't have all these camera shots up into the, into the box with her and her, his mom and all. I am so that I looked on ESPN the other day and they had a big, one of the front page things on the NFL page was about Taylor Swift. And I'm like, do you really think sports fans care? Yeah, they don't. It's crossover Honestly. audience. They're trying to get, and you know, I'm out on the crossover audience. It's it's like you're trying to bring in all these people to right. the local local bar, the shot and beer bar, right? That don't belong there. But I, does the crossover audience go to ESPN.com no. to see Taylor Swift news? That's my my question. Because I go there to see sports shit, and then I got to look at that and be like, well, I don't care about Taylor Swift. I don't care who she's going to bed with. I don't care who Travis Kelsey dates. I couldn't care less. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is it's been like this huge boon for the NFL because of her popularity and, you know, just creating more awareness and headlines. And I I guess that helps everybody involved. Yeah. Jersey sales. Yeah. yeah. 87 Jersey sales are now being worn by people who have absolutely no idea who he is, where he plays and what he does. Yeah. 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 It's it's I know it's, I sound like a grumpy old man. I am. I, I go to the ESPN.com and like every story I click on, I read the first three sentences. Then it's like get an insider account. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I haven't. I have that. All that. I oh, do. Share that. Yeah. Info with me, yeah. Don't have to pay. <laughs> Remember when the boss speaking of that. Years ago, when you and I first started doing the show, it might have even been before I was working with you, but you were working with Mike and and in quasi management and all this stuff, he had an insider account. Yeah. And didn't give up the password. Yeah. I'd have to go in and log people in. I remember. Yeah. Cause I got it from him. You believe that? Yeah. yeah. We were an ESPN affiliate for God's sake. I know <laughs> we all should have had free ones. Yeah. 
Well, nothing made sense there, Harry. We were doing all these ads for gambling, but then we go on uh, the internet and we couldn't look up lines because they, the company blocked gambling sites and odds maker sites, so we couldn't get the lines. We had to do it on our phone oh and unhook God. from the Wi-Fi. <laughs> I, 91 LSX says, Harry only cares when uh, Jimmy G is boinking porn stars. That's it. You know, Who's I don't even Jimmy care G about getting? that. Huh? Who was he? What porn that star was, was a he in? A couple years ago. Some some girl that nobody here heard of. I don't know. Not Claim, Lisa Ann, Harry. No, no, no. Claimed to be an adult film star. I never heard of her, uh, you know, frankly. So. All right. So she wasn't, you know, omnipresent at the, uh, what's the? What, uh, the AVN? Yeah, the AVN Awards <laughs> out in Vegas. Didn't Bruno do a show from there every year? She probably has an OnlyFans account. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Bruno was out there, I'm sure. Yeah, he used to go out there. All him and Miss Robin used to go out there all the time. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, AJ uh, says, uh, "Jason, were you at the Tool Show last Thursday? It was yeah. an amazing show. I didn't. I put a tweet out about this because a guy, the guy that's the uh, runs the press box for the Flyers, the press box announcer, Steve sent sent me a note and asked me to do the stars on Saturday and said, "Are you going to Tool tonight?" I said, "What? I didn't even realize they were coming." You know, how do you not know they're coming, Harry? I am so damn sheltered and out of it over here. I got too much going on with these kids, the whole thing. Ah, so I'm like, oh, man, I want to go now. I want to go see them. And I was trying to procure a ticket, and then things just got too crazy in the day. Because I would have gone by myself. Yeah, no I've, done that. I've done that before. Yeah, I'm not there to socialize. No. While Tool is playing uh, Sober or uh, the Schism, Harry. Right. I just want to watch the musicianship. I went and saw Yes a few times by myself back yeah. in the day. And then... Uh, I went to see Neil Young at the Tower by myself. Oh, fuck. I and I, I'm just remembering some of these uh, concerts I saw. Uh, Alan Jackson and John Anderson in, down in North Carolina. I had front uh, center stage, second row seat all by myself. With John Anderson? No, John Anderson, the country singer. Not, oh, not, not John yeah. Anderson from Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, those are just a few I remember. I, I have no problem going to a concert by myself. Me neither. Uh, did, did Alan Jackson perform way down yonder on the Chattahoochee? Oh, yeah, Harry? absolutely, man. That, that was like, that was the, this was like 1993, 94. So that was yeah. like when this was all going on. Did it get hotter than a hoochie coochie? It did. Did you it lay did. down any rubber on the Georgia asphalt, Harry? <laughs> You're pretty impressed that I know the words. I do. Way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. It gets hotter than a hoochie coochie. How would Anthony sing that song? Way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. It gets hotter than a hoochie, hoochie coochie and the whole thing. We laid rubber on the Georgia asphalt. Got a little crazy, but we never got Never got, got caught. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. I saw him and Baldiard started doing this show together. Oh, yeah? What, they brought the meat locker back? Yeah, it's not called the. I mean, it's not called the meat locker. I guess you have to get Vi involved. Well, that's probably a patent or something, and Vi is probably involved in that. Yeah, uh, it's copyright infringement. Copyright. Yeah, because Vi's got to come in with the with the hawker dance. Yeah, well, yeah, and and if they did bring back the uh, the uh, meat locker, I think Aton would have a claim to that too because he did updates on the show. That's right. So he. <laughs> I never saw a guy call in sick more days than the meat locker days for Aton. He like Googled a list of excuses to get out of work. Oh yeah. Car got stolen. I, yeah. I think you used that. Water twice. pipe broke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's unbelievable. Um, T from the two Oh three says, should I go see Pantera in March? Fucking a right. You should. 
No, he's absolutely. saying that you should. No, he said, should I go see Pantera? Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I just what about called. you? What about I just you? saw him. I'll go again. I, they're not coming to Philly. Oh, I think they're not? New York is the closest. But yeah, absolutely. They were fantastic. Love Pantera. So, um, what else you got going on? Anything? Oh, you sent me some text or some tweet earlier. Yeah, that was about Thanksgiving. But we got to talk about Aaron Nola. Oh, yeah. What did you think of the deal? I, I mean, you know, hey, it's not my money. Yeah, uh, 172 million. You know, they kept him. He wants to be here. That's that's the thing that I keep coming back to. Like, you know, th- this guy, you know, has had some up and down situations. Uh, he was brought in here. A lot of people thought he was a one. And I remember when he came up, I said he was a two to a three. I got a lot of grief for that. Yeah, but did. those were the people that I talked to that said he's like a two, three guy. He's a two. And that's fine. Because now you got a one. Now you got a a one. You got a one and a two. And so, you know, seven years, 172 million is going to take him up to like age 38, I think, is till he can become a free agent. So might he break down at the back end of this? Yeah, possibly. But, you know, if they win another World Series and keep going to the playoffs for, you know, the next couple of years, it's it's all worth it. Got a full no trade. Yep. You know, I'm good with it. Here's the thing, and you nailed it right out of the gate, Harry. Played great in the playoffs this year. He wanted to be here. We always had this notion, yeah. oh, nobody wants to play in Philly. The media are assholes. Fans are rough. Nobody wants to come play right. here. Oh, Bryce yeah. Harper wanted to come here. Right. Nola wanted to come here. There's a lot of guys that want to come here. And the thing that you, the reason why you you know guys that liked playing here is so many guys end up living here. Mm-hmm. After, after their days are over, yeah. Yep. And they're, they're always the, the guys that got it, that right. knew how to deal with it here. Right. Now, Harper stays at first base, apparently. So that means Reese Hoskins is probably out of here. Oh. Um, and, I, you know, hey, I like Reese Hoskins. It's a shame he got hurt in his contract year. That sucks. But um, yeah. they got too many of these first base slash DH kind of guys on that on that roster. So yeah. it's OK that, you know, Harper played well at first base. I thought um, I risk I wish Reese well if he ends up leaving. You know, he probably will. Do they trade Castellanos? There's there's talk that they're trying to find somebody to take him. I don't know if they're going to find anybody. He's in a third year of a five-year deal. He makes $20 million a year, and he kind of went to sleep in the playoffs. So yeah. it's not like he's a hot commodity right now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they, they need to find a freaking guy that can hit doubles and go from first to third in the in the top to middle of that order. They're too much, too much boom or bust. Yeah. You know? uh, a, Doug, a Doug Glanville type, huh? Oh, yeah. A Victorino type. <laughs> All right. I need a little more a little more pop than that. Yeah. Victorino's okay. Yeah. Glanville, come on. Yeah. Well, nice guy. Ben. Yeah. Ben Smart probably. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like the, the fact that Noah wanted to be here too. Yeah. And it probably could have got more money elsewhere. He could have. He could have. And if he if he doesn't sign, like if he'd go go somewhere else, the Phillies are going to have to go out and spend buku bucks to bring somebody else in here that you don't know is going to be able to pitch here. Uh, yep. You're going to, you know what I mean? Pay, and you right. don't know if somebody's going to be able to handle it. Right. You're going to pay 150, 170 million for somebody else that might come in here and stink up the joint. Yeah. You know, or take a year or so to adjust to what it's like to play here. We've all seen that. Some guys figure it out. Some guys never do. So you got to look at it that way too. Yeah, it's the known commodity versus the unknown commodity. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah it's good on the Phillies. That you know, putting Harper at first base too can kind of, I think, preserve him a little bit more too. 
Right. Here's one. Less rigor. Uh, T from the 203. Blake Snell, who uh, just won the Cy Young, pitches in San Diego. He's bounced around a while. He was in Tampa Bay, I believe, and maybe somewhere else. He would not work in Philly. I totally agree. Mentally too too soft. Yeah, the, the, This place would eat him alive yep. uh, whenever he did something you know, not up to snuff. He's not the, he's not, doesn't have the mental makeup to pitch here, in my opinion. Yeah. I agree. West, West Coast pitcher. Well, it's just like, you know, San Diego, Tampa Bay. Look at those two markets. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Exactly. Right? And, and the people that do give a shit aren't even vocal about it. Right. Right. Yeah, they're not going to, not going to tear you apart like right. they would here, especially when you're getting paid a ton of money and you don't deliver. Exactly. Um, some guys can handle it and some guys absolutely cannot. It's, it's amazing, you know that some of these guys are as great athletes as they are, but yeah. mentally just not tough at all because they were so good, Harry, that they never got criticized. And all of a sudden when they do, they don't even know how to handle it. Oh, I, I hear you. Now I sent you a, a, a tweet that I saw this morning. Uh, of course, tomorrow, the Thanksgiving day games, you got uh, green Bay visiting Detroit. I don't like what green Bay has, but I think it'll be a good football game. Mm-hmm. Um, then you got Washington against Dallas all Dallas does is beat the crap out of bad teams at home. So I imagine they're probably going to win by two touchdowns or more. And then you got the Niners in Seattle, which I think would be a pretty good game. I think the games tomorrow could be really good. But yeah. anyway, of course, they, they interview um, uh, Dan Campbell in Detroit today. I guess he did media Love for tomorrow's that. game. And one of the reporters that covers the team, let me get his name correct here. Uh, Will uh, Birchfield. Yeah, Birchfield. Okay, he, he covers the Lions out in Detroit. He asked, or Dan Campbell's, I don't know if he asked him, but he's, he tweeted this. Dan Campbell's Thanksgiving plate. Well, must have his ham. I'm a big ham guy. Oh, you a hamsman? Oh. He goes, I'm not a turkey guy unless it's fried turkey. I'm not a dressing fan. I'm not a cranberry fan. I'll throw that right out to the dogs. <laughs> Everything else. I'll load it right on top of each other, full stack, end quote, okay? <laughs> not surprising from Dan Campbell, okay? He's biting kneecaps. He's not eating cranberry, all this kind of thing. But it, don't you find it odd that you would take ham over turkey on Thanksgiving? Yes, it's contrarian. Yes. Yeah. The ham is reserved as the official meat of Easter. Right. Not, it's a meat. Yeah. Not of that. Nothing against a ham. I love ham. I'm not a huge hamsman. When oh it comes yeah, to I like love that a ham. Cooked ham. Oh. I'm not too salty. Oh, you ever get the honey baked ham with the? Oh, yeah. you know, the it comes already sliced. You just cut that, pull that oh. sucker right off. It's got that coating around the outside. Oh, yeah, a little too gelatinous for me, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not a hamsman, but the man who wants a ham on Thanksgiving is a contrarian. Right. Now I agree with some other elements. I don't like the cranberry. I'm not going to throw no, it to my dogs. I'm going to get the runs. But. Well, that's the other thing. You can't give cranberry to the dogs. That was no. the other thing that stood out to me there. Yeah, can't do yeah. that. Um, but as far as I'll throw that right to the – and then he says everything else, I'll load it right on top of each other, full stack. Full stack. Yeah. Now, that is not a Robbie Ellis. Robbie E. would be outraged and apoplectic if he ate uh, Thanksgiving dinner with Dan Campbell because he, he had everything attack. separated. Got to keep them separated. As yeah. what the who was that? The offspring? That was the offspring. The Harry. offspring used to say. But remember when we had the Robbie E plate? Yeah, for lunch. With, with all the little pockets. He'd like <laughs> unpack his lunch like an elementary school kid. It was great. It was awesome. he had the apple slices. Yeah. 
<laughs> but nothing could touch anything else. No, no. I, I bet at Rob's house he's got the, this huge dinner plate with partitions in it. That's that's the plate that people yeah. are sending in plates for him, like yeah. gifts of plates. It was hilarious. <laughs> are are you a mixer or a food combiner? Because uh, I am. I mean, I'll mix like a, a nice cream spinach with the mashed potatoes. Yeah, you know the you gravy know. and all uh, whatnot. I'm not a big filling guy. Stuffing, like just stuffing. I'm yeah, not yeah, really yeah. into that. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't do cranberries. I'll do like the carrots, like uh, I forget what you call them with the Blaze. brown sugar, with the brown yeah. sugar on them. Glazed carrots, yeah. Right, and maybe like a French, like a like a green bean casserole kind of thing mm-hmm. is okay with yeah. me. Mac and cheese, always. I could eat that every day of the week. Yeah. And I would like throw that all together. I don't. I don't care. Yeah, me too. It's all going together anyway. Yeah, it's going to end up in the same spot. I, I think it tastes good combined. It does. A lot of it does. Yeah. A little bit of everything on every bite is my philosophy on it, Harry. A so little bit of what? A little bit of everything and every bite. So ah. You have a I little like bit that. of green bean casserole. So me and the old lady on on uh, Saturday went out to uh, the Capitol Grill for a little feast. Oh. Yeah. In KOP? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That was something, Harry. That place is great. Oh, my goodness. Now, did you sit at a table or did you sit at the bar? We actually got a table in the bar. Oh, okay. A low table. It was really nice. So Chill. Ira was working if it was a Saturday night. Who was it? Ira, the bartender. Oh, I, I, I didn't know. Oh, yeah, he's great. Belly up to the bar, but um, it was fantastic. And I was very happy when the waiter came over to read the specials. And he gave me one of the specials he had. I had my order already done in my head by the menu. And then he comes with the special. Usually the special does not entice me. No. Did you look it up online like the menu beforehand? No. No. I knew I was going steak. You don't go to Capitol Grill. Oh, yeah. And get chicken. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So one of the things on the menu was filet on the bone. Mm -hmm. And I had to go. Yeah. 80 bucks. Uh I couldn't say no to it, Harry. Right. It was outrageous. Oh yeah, second time I've had fillet on the bone. My yeah, entire life. aged, oh. a little aged fillet, right? Oh, so good. Uh huh. The only other time I had the fillet on the bone was I've told this story at Smith and Walensky's in Rittenhouse Square with Zach Wild, Ozzy's guitarist. Oh, jeez. And he ordered all of us fillet on the bone. Is that right? Yeah. The waiter came in. We we go walking into Smith and Walensky's. It's happy hour. And uh-huh. Zach has been pounding Beck's all day. And he is fucking buckled. Right. He's got the long beard. He's got a biker cut on, uh, you know, a chain that's like this hanging off his hip. And we go walking through the revolving door. And he goes through that door into the bar area and takes a fucking header. <laughs> Just what? tripped. Tripped his way into the door. Fell down oh. like flying. His be- he's got a beard in his hand. and freaking went flying. All these oh, lawyers that are like. Who the fuck is this dirtball and what's he doing here? Right. Not knowing. Right. He's the, he, since 18 years old, he's been the guitarist for Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> wow. After Randy Rhodes passed. Yeah. Even after Jake. Well, Randy went to Jakey e. Lee and then went to Zach. Jakey e. Lee was in there for a couple albums. Oh, Jakey e. Lee was the interim? Yeah. He did like Bark at the Moon and the Ultimate Sin. Oh, okay. And then Zach came in. But Zach was the most like Randy. Okay. Um, at, from a musicianship standpoint. And we go upstairs to this private dining room. There's like six or eight of us. And the waiter comes in and gets his drinks and then comes in for the order. And Zach says, nobody's order. I'm ordering. He orders for everybody. Filet on the bone for everybody. Uh-huh. He orders this shrimp 
fucking tower. The tower. It's got yeah. like a water fountain. <laughs> they do that at the Capitol Grill, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had that there, yeah. He orders like $2,000 worth of food. Right. He doesn't eat an entire bite the entire time we're there. What's he doing, blow? No, he's, no, he's drinking. He wasn't a drug user. Oh. Just drinking and telling old stories about Ozzy. Uh, we had a, I walked out of there the way he walked in. Oh, wow. Just crippled. I was buckled. But uh, that was wow. the only other time I had filet on the bone here. Well, now, who else was at this dinner? Um, a guy named Gil Edwards who worked at – w- I was with YSP at the time. And I was YSP? Yeah. Um, his tour manager – Zach's local. He's from Jersey. Okay. And his tour manager was a guy that we knew pretty well. So it was Zach, um, another one of his guitarists, Nick Catanese, um, their tour manager, and like three of us from the radio station. Wow. Um, so we got, to, we got to know him, obviously, pretty well. He would come in quite often when he was in town. And huh. great, great dude. Like one yeah. of the nicest guys. And just a sick guitar player, but he, what did, he uh, drink like crazy. He doesn't drink anymore. Oh, he doesn't? Mm-mm. Okay. I haven't had a drink in three days. I'm going out of my mind. Wow. Yeah, he had some medical thing where they said, dude, you're like banged out or something. You can't drink anymore. And he just stopped and just works out like a madman now. Oh, okay. And he's with, yeah. playing with Pantera right now on that tour. Oh, right really? Now. His best friend was Dimebag, so he's doing, all, he's doing the Dimebag thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then you got to go see them. Oh, again. absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, stop, wow. stop backstage and say hello to uh, Zach. There you go. Now, Jason is wondering if he should do Thanksgiving or what he should do for Thanksgiving in Florida alone. Um, You go to a diner. Isn't that the move? Yeah, that's a, that's a move. You go to what, maybe like a like a Chinese place takeout? No, you go, diner. To a, you go to a diner and you get the Christmas dinner at the diner. Oh, okay. Or you could just drive across Alligator Alley to Bruno's house. Absolutely. Miss Robin's cooking. Yeah. What are you cooking, Miss Robin? <laughs> no, Tony <laughs> would be doing the cooking. He'd, he'd have he one of those like fry, turkey fryers outside and he'll do live video. Robin will shoot the video of him, him submerging the, the turkey into the grease. I could see it right now. I could see it now. Turkey's in the oven, man. <laughs> that would be absolutely awesome. Yes. I, I need to see that video. We got to get Bruno on again. We gotta, I know. We got to do a welfare check on him, Harry. Well, I, I gave them uh, your number because he had asked about you to come on and maybe talk some hockey. Okay. You know, so. I'd be happy to. Yeah. Um, I, I was talking to Morgani two days ago at Flyers practice on Monday. Mm hmm. And uh, I go, what are you doing for uh, Thanksgiving, Al? And he's got, he had some surgery on his elbow. He's got this big mechanical fucking thing on his arm. And he's like, oh, me, me and the wife are going to go to the diner. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I go, Ponzio's? Like, nah, I can't even get in there. <laughs> oh, wow. Go to the diner. I used to do that, the diner for Thanksgiving when I was at Penn State. And I couldn't come home because I was working in radio. And uh, I'd go to the uh, ye old college diner and have Thanksgiving dinner with a couple radio guys. Oh, there you go. It's always fun. Some stickies, grilled stickies too on the way out the door. Hack. What does that mean? That they're world famous uh, st- uh, grilled sticky buns. Oh, the sticky buns. Okay, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. A, I'm not a bunsman. No. Nah. Right. I never got into like uh, the bear claws or the sticky buns, things like that. The pastries. Yeah. What about some uh, the Greek pastry baklava, Harry? I never had it. No. No. Um, let me hit you on this. Did you uh, watch any of the uh, Las Vegas Grand Prix at 1 a.m. on Saturday night? No, I didn't. Like, why, why would I be st- get up at 1 a.m. to watch a, an auto race? Yeah, you don't even stay up that late anymore, huh? No. No, you maybe a couple me? cocktails in you. No, 
I'm, uh, I'm in bed by 9.30. You could have DVR'd it, you know. Oh, I could have. You're right. But I didn't even know really when it was on, what channel it was on. I don't think they really did a good job. Like the race bringing, was great. People, bringing people like me in, giving me a reason to watch and telling me when it's on. Like, it's, it's all kind of stupid. Yeah, you didn't get enough awareness. Yeah. They didn't capitalize on the Vegas element. I now, thought the race was great. Oh, well, who won? Who do you think? Oh, yeah. Okay. Max. He wins now, every race. Speaking of Al Morgani, he put out a tweet uh, about a week or so ago. At Nuff Said. Yeah, at Nuff Said, N-U-F-C-E-D. Uh, he took the Rick Danko page, which Rick Danko, obviously the former bass player of the band who's no longer living, mm-hmm. who I saw at the North Star bar in Philly with Did about really? 20 people in the place. Yes. Piccolo, one, of the, one, of the, one of the greatest shows ever. Yeah. Uh, said, happy birthday, Neil Young. Amazing performance of Helpless at the last waltz with the band and Joni Mitchell. And that's the tweet. And he quotes it. And says, on this Hockey Hall of Fame weekend, likely a lot of people on this side of the 49th parallel don't know. Neil's dad, Scott, is in the media section of the Hockey Hall of Fame with the Elmer Ferguson Award. Many grew up reading his reporting and hockey novels. Yeah. And I said, that's some great Neil knowledge, Al. I did not know that. Yeah. Neil Young's dad was a sports writer and covered hockey. Yeah. And Al's in the Hall of Fame as well. I know that. Yeah. yeah that, that just happened a year or so ago, right? Yeah, last year. Yeah. 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 I wow. I, I never read Neil Young's father's uh, coverage of the game either. Okay. Um, I wonder if we could go back and look at some of that. He's around Toronto is where Neil Young grew up. He was, a, like, I think, yep. suburban Toronto or something. Hamilton, maybe, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, How about um, that? Yeah. I saw that uh, Meghan Markle and uh, – is it Prince Harry? Oh, we're, we're at a Vancouver Canuck game oh, last great. night. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I am out on the royal thing. I couldn't care less about any of these celebrities. Taylor Swift, Prince Harry. Just go away. Yeah. Get go out. Go away. <laughs> you I don't need you. I don't need you in my life. Yeah. I got yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine. We, we were talking before the show about people that we can deal with every day and how yeah. I said, I have a really short list of people that I can deal with more than two days a week, more than two times in a week. Yeah. I don't have the bandwidth. Yeah. I don't even know if I'm on that list. To be no, honest yeah, I, I could handle you five days a week if we did the show again. Yeah. But that doesn't look like it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, I don't know who knows. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, my, my, my calendar's open. That's all yeah. I'm saying. And you no, have my you, phone number. Yeah, no, I could handle you. I when we worked together and did the show Monday through Friday. Yeah, that was easy. It was easy to handle you. <laughs> I mean, I, I for Christ's sake, I was your chauffeur. I picked you up. Well, that's true. For now, what four months? Three months. Yeah, yeah. I yep. was taking out the fucking recycling when I got there. I know. I remember in the trash cans, dude. I remember afterwards when I could finally drive in in like. January, February, and there was like this snow and ice on that parking lot where we used to have to go and bow. And I'm driving my, I had that Mazda uh, CX-5 at the time, right? Yeah. yeah so sure. I got the, I got the scooter in the back in the hatch and I got a, 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 a crutch up into the passenger seat. Yeah. So I parked the car and get out, get the crutch. And I use one crutch to get to the back of the car, pop the thing, get the scooter out, right? Get on the scooter, strap in. Then I throw the freaking 
throw the freaking crutch into the car yeah. and then i scoot my way in over the ice and snow it was hilarious uh, you had to get some off-road tires did you, I know. Did you have your snow tires on harry with no, the i chain? don't think so no <laughs> no but the uh the official sponsor of the not for long media and the ig's podcast of course is the original fudge kitchen a staple of the Jersey Shore, you know, a little fudge, you know, at the Thanksgiving table would oh. be a nice little item after everybody's all fat and happy with their turkey or ham. They got six locations, Cape May, Wildwood, Stone Harbor, Ocean City. They make all their fudge right in the store, guaranteeing a delicious product. Stop by and let them know that we sent you. If you're not able to visit in person, it's not a problem. They'll ship it right to you. Check out their website, fudgekitchens.com. They're shipping fudge and sweet treats across the country. And of uh, course, shoreboy.co. I've been wearing, well, I don't have it on right now, but I was wearing it yesterday. The little yeah. hoodie. Yeah. The, the Phillies, the light, the powder blue, and yeah. the script. Shoreboy.co. Um, 91LSXer says, What about when Egan would fill in as your producer? Could you deal with him every day? No, yeah. is the answer. <laughs> I actually could. Oh, he, he provided you energy. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. He was an energy player. He's like an instigator. He's like like on a hockey squad. You know, you he's a fourth line plug. But when you put him in there, when, when you put him in there, he's gonna disrupt something. He's gonna check one of their big one of their big stars and cause a fight. That's what he does. You're gonna know he played. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. If not for any other reason, then he's the only douchebag out there in beer league wearing a bright red helmet. <laughs> he wears a red helmet. Is that right? Yeah, and it's weird because he wears a red helmet and he doesn't have his glasses on. Oh, so yeah. he looks like a serial killer. I don't know if I could take him without glasses. It's freaky, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, uh, this guy, uh, it was a Kevin here. He goes, Jason, uh, we need an update. Did you ever find your key? All right. Uh, and also, T is asking about the keys as well. I never found the keys. Wow. And I only had the one set as we talked about, Harry. So I went the next day to Flyers practice and drove my wife's Jeep and then went over back to Wells Fargo and looked all over again. Couldn't find him. And I had to call a locksmith. Wait two fucking hours in the parking lot for this guy to come in right. and program a new key. Right. Um, but he did. And I got a new key and I put a, a, a tag on it called a tile, which hooks up to my phone. So oh. if I lose my keys, I can GPS track them. Oh, man. So that's all we need is more of this shit. Yeah. Oh, everything's tied to the phone. What if you lose the phone? Yeah. Then you're done. Well, the keys can find the phone, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so if I lose both, I'm fucked. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just can't lose both. <laughs> oh, man. I remember I when I when I lost my phone at one of these pop-up beer events in Conshohocken one time they used to do down near the river. I don't think they do them anymore. But anyway, we're down there sitting in like a lounge, like a beach chair kind of thing, drinking an IPA or whatever. I, the phone must have fallen like out of my pocket underneath the chair and I get up and leave. Never realized until I got to the next place that my phone's gone. I'm like, Holy shit. What do I do? So I had to go home to get the find your iPad or find your phone on my iPad. Cause I didn't have the, the desktop yet yet and nothing. The next morning checked it again. Here it is. I said, boop, boop. It's beeping in Conchahawken, but not at the beer place where we were at the beer place. It's at somebody's house, like on 10th Street. Ends up that the one of the people that was sort of hosting the event, one of the vendors, found yeah. it and took it to their home to their house and left it out on the back porch. And I went there and got it. 
It was sitting on the back porch when you sitting arrived right there? there. Sitting right there. Holy. Yeah. Hell. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. One of my buddies lived in LA for a while. A somebody he lost his phone and tracked it to a homeless person that was living on the street on Sunset Boulevard and had to go and like rouse the person laying on the sidewalk to get his phone. Like, give me my phone, dude. Yeah. Yeah, bro. It's like when the guy uh was uh in, in the Sopranos when Vito went up to Vermont to have to oh, go yeah. on the lamb. Yeah, he yeah. He was thrown out the window and the guy that found it ringing. Uh, was doing a, a paving thing with the steamroller. Right. And answered it, and Tony's like, put Vito on the fucking phone, man. And the guy's like, fuck you, man. I found it on the side of the road. And then he threw it under the thing. And- uh, it went under the steamroller, right? Yeah. I do remember that. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that the guy that went up there? He, he kind of went to the other side, and then he was yeah. working in a little uh, breakfast stand or something, serving pancakes. Well, he was, he was dating the uh, Johnny Cakes. Johnny Cakes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a fireman, too. Like every cliche, right? Oh, God. Uh, was, yeah. <laughs> um, th- I remember when they, uh, they they said that one of their guys was at a pickup at a bar, a gay bar in Salvito, with assless chaps and nipple rings. <laughs> I know. I remember that one. <laughs> they, they had to make it as outrageous as possible. Yeah. Man. Unbelievable. And then, then the eye, what was, what's his face? Uh, Paulie's eye. Or... Oh, yeah. Huh? The, the C word they bring in uh, Meadow's boyfriend. Uh huh. Yeah. He, wait, he, he was giving it, not getting it. And Paulie goes, son of a bitch. <laughs> Ah, so funny. I know. Son of a bitch. Great. He, he was so insulted. I know. Like, <laughs> like the other way, it would have been okay in his Yeah. Mind. I'm sure. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So uh, crazy. All right. All right. Uh, have a good Thanksgiving. Yeah. Everybody, have a great holiday. Safe, happy holiday. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back next week. <laughs> Sorry. Harry, man, rest up and uh, feel better, man. And, Sorry and, about and, that. And if you need uh, anything for uh, the Thanksgiving way, you and Lima are laid up, you just uh, hit my wife up and let her know she'll drop something off. Oh, my, okay. son got his, my son got his license, by the way. Oh, beautiful. Thank oh. God, Evan. Yeah. Nice. Hate in the ass. Yeah. All right, everybody. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll talk to you next time on the Oddities Podcast. Yeah,